Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful, fabulous Thursday morning. And uh, I tell you, it's unseasonably warm out this morning. Uh, but I think when we get some major play, uh, uh, payback, we'll get out here in a second, uh, come this weekend because uh, they're saying it's supposed to get down in the overnight low of 30 uh, uh, in here in Upper East Tennessee, so uh, so I guess you might as well enjoy the warmth while you can, because apparently we're getting ready to get blasted with some cold, but uh, I know a lot of you homesick Eskimos are tickled to death about that and happy that that is half going on. But anyway, uh, of course, today's Halloween, and uh, a lot of people get excited about Halloween, and, um, you know, uh, some people's favorite day of the year and uh, I, of course me now you know i love thanksgiving and christmas those are my two favorite times of the year i uh, uh this is the first year that i've not uh done my um, uh, study or sermon teaching whatever you want to call it on halloween uh, and uh, the reason why is because i feel like i'm talking to a wall it is uh i have tried to explain to people that uh how ungodly and uh, evil uh, aspects of Halloween and uh, I have been treated with great disdain and I have offended and made so many people angry over it and it hasn't changed a thing and uh, I'm not going to compromise on God's word by no stretch of the imagination uh, and I will continue to preach God's word with every fiber of my being and uh, but I just uh, you know this year I just really felt like it won't you know why bother uh, with when it comes to something like this? Uh, people want to do what they want to do, and of course that can apply to anything. But I, um, uh, you know, I just as Christians, I just want you to pray about it. That's all I want to say is just pray about it. Uh, I, me, in good conscience, uh, my family and I, we we don't celebrate Halloween. We're not like Jehovah's Witness who don't celebrate holidays or birthdays. That's freaking Looney Tunes. But the reason behind the Halloween ordeal is because uh, you look at the demonic history behind Halloween. And, uh, and it's just, you know, God's word says stay away from all appearances of evil. And, uh, you know, is it a sin to dress up? No. Is it, uh, you know, is it a sin to take candy? No, but it's just what it represents and the, the actions of trick or treating and carving a jack-o'-lantern is a direct result from demonic evil actions of the Druids. And uh, like I say, I, I don't, uh, it's just, you know, I'm just tired of the argument. Uh, I've, I've made family members mad, have good friends mad about it. When it comes to Halloween, you think that uh, people, uh, yeah, gosh, I, that I was uh, spitting on the sanctity of a great holiday in their eyes. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just, I just cannot in good conscience celebrate something like that. That's why we do a harvest part, harvest festival at the church to provide an alternative uh, to Halloween and the hopes to draw them in, uh, to invite them to church, uh, to talk to people. We had an incredible turnout last night. I, I, I would say we had over 400 people, if not more. Uh, and Lawton and Charlie did, and his, his, his uh, wife Beth did an incredible job. And they... Uh, performed with so much energy and passion and love it's just such an honor to to be in their presence and give over to listen to them uh awesome volunteers at the church uh we ran out of food we ran out of candy i mean it was just uh lord really blessed our event last night that's why we do those kind of things but i know speaking against halloween uh is um you know i guess i'm just tired uh you know i've, I've tried hard to present the what what the true meaning of it is and 
it's just uh, I don't want to say it's not worth the the battle or the fight. It's just that uh, I just don't think I'm making any headway with anybody other than just making them mad. So all I can tell you is when it comes to Halloween, realize that the very actions of uh, in, in brief summary, the actions of carving a jack lanterns, Jock of the lantern, and that they would they would cut that into the Druids would cut down the turnips when they come to America. They found it much easier to carve it into uh, pumpkins. That it was. Uh, uh, what her spirit they thought was inside of them. That's how that got started. Trigger treating. You know, the, the druids would go from home to home, and if you uh, didn't give them what they required for their strict dietary needs, they'd bring a curse down upon that home. And just all these different things that we that we do. And I know people say, "Well, that's not how I intended. That's not what I mean. We're just having fun." You know, uh, you can do a lot of things that uh, you know that is is it right but in the name of fun it's not and you can always use that excuse for anything that that's not how i intended you know it is uh something you're gonna have to pray about and it just it just it bothers me that i uh, that i just can't seem to get through to anybody in regards to that uh but um uh it's not what it makes of what you make of it it's what it can make of you and we can't compromise and it's just so disheartening to see uh how so many christians can compromise on things that they want to do even if it's contrary to the Word of God, even if it's uh, uh, against those things, well, you know, just look at Halloween. There's just nothing, there's literally nothing that glorifies God in it at all. Uh, I mean, at all. And uh, witches, demonic beings, all these things are, uh, you know, are just not glorifying to God. But, you know, you, uh, each of you have to do what you feel like you got to do and that's all that's all i can really say i didn't even tend to get on that but it's just been really really weighing on my mind and i feel bad for not bringing something up or mentioning something about it about some conviction that i needed to say something in regards to halloween and uh uh it's just uh, you know it just amazes me how people will uh, justify what they really want to do and uh, to heck with what is right or wrong and uh so I know we live in a sin-filled world, and uh, so I don't know. I, I don't even know where I'm going, what I'm trying to get at here. There's something I want to say, but it seems to have, have slipped out of my mind. But uh, uh, this is uh, Satan's great holiday, and you can think I'm crazy, think I'm stupid. That's your opinion, and, uh, and you may be right, you know, but I just, uh, you know, uh, the only spirit we need to be consumed with are not demonic spirits, but the spirit of God, uh, the Holy Spirit. These things of Jesus Christ, that Paracletos, the Helper, that is what we need to focus on, and uh, and and we can't uh, have one foot in the world and one foot with God. It's either you're all on fire for God or you're not. And I'm not saying because you celebrate Halloween that you're less of a Christian or that you're going to go to hell. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, you know, uh, we need to be careful what we watch, what we listen to, what we do. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's easy to compromise. Sometimes it's easy to make excuses for things that are uh, that are wrong. Good morning, Miss Sutt. But, uh, but anyway, just some food for thought. Just think about that today. And just, uh, you know, I, it, I don't know. But anyway, let's go ahead and dive into God's Word. Uh, we're going to look at John chapter 5, uh, verses uh, 27 and 28. And if you have your Bibles handy, of course, I always ask you to get those together and uh, so you can read along with me as I bring these up. And so let's read this here. It says, you have, ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. 
But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. So, you know, we're, we're looking at this scripture here this morning. You know, it is um, kind of goes back to what I've been talking about a little bit for the last few days, uh, talking about how far uh, the pendulum uh, has swung away uh, from God, you know, in our society, how it has swung far away from, from God, uh, his intended person, his intended purposes in regards to relationships, that marriage is between one man and one woman, that we are created male and female, and if you feel anything other than what God has created you, then you are spiritually, mentally, and emotionally sick, and what you need is help from God above. And uh, does that mean I hate, if you're watching this, does that mean I have hate in my heart for you? No. Does that mean I'm homophobic? No. I'm just telling you what God's word clearly states. And you are, the a transgender is welcome to come to our church. A homosexual is welcome to come to our church. The bisexual is welcome to come to our church. The heterosexual is welcome to come to church. We all need to be at church. It is a hospital for the sin sick. This is where they need to be. And if you have a problem with lust in your heart, problems with pornography, these kinds of things, whatever the sin may be, this is where you need to be is at church. So I will not shun anybody, even though I don't agree with what their lives may be, how they live their lives, if it's completely in complete contradiction of God's word, I do not agree with it. But you need to be in church because it's not me who changes and transforms. It is God who changes and transforms. Chris says, amen, I stand with you regarding your stance on Halloween. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that very, very much. Sometimes I feel like I'm alone in my battle. But um, in regards to adultery, uh, you know, as taking, you know, to adulterate is taking a substance of lesser value and adding it to another substance. And uh, so when we see this thing, you know, God wants us to be together as one man and one woman. And but the sad thing is the devil has perverted what God has ordained, particularly in sex, relationships, uh, who we are as men and women. Uh, that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to get in there and infiltrate and cause division in the household, uh, in relationships, and cause more division between us and God. And we have to be so very careful and on our guards at all times. You know, as a married man, all right, realize just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean I don't have sin that I have to fight and battle. It doesn't mean that I'm not a red-blooded American male. It don't, doesn't mean that there's things that I don't have to fight as well. Yes, I may see an attractive woman, but... Uh, I love my wife, and I'm dedicated to her, and I love her, and I made that union between man before man and God, and I do not want to do anything to destroy that sanctity of marriage. And but the the internet and television is makes it so easy for a man or a woman to lust or put desires in their heart that should not be there. They should be committed to their spouse. Now, there's some people out there who are uh, in love with being in love, and they've been married multiple times. You know, the, the old saying says, if you've been married, if you get divorced once, you know, maybe 50-50. If you get divorced a second time, you know, still could possibly be 70-30. Maybe it's the other person's fault. And uh, But if you get married a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, there's something wrong with you, you know. And so uh, some people just are in love with the idea of being in love. And uh, just like I was going back to Wednesday night, I've talked to women before who says, well, I love him. I know God wants us to be together, but he's married. And I'm like, honey, they don't work that way, all right? 
that uh, God's not going to split up a marriage for you to be together. That's crazy. God does not honor. He doesn't want that division. And to have that kind of mentality is crazy. And if some guy or woman is telling you, oh, I'm going to leave this person, I'm going to divorce this person, and to be with you, first of all, they're going to lie. Second of all, that relationship will never, ever work. I'm just telling you right now. And three, uh, if they will cheat with you, they will cheat on you. It's just, it's just how it's going to work. So in all areas of our lives, we need to have self-control. Male or female, if you have a wandering eye, all right, that was thus the title of today's teaching, them wandering eyes. If you have a wandering eyes, you need to bring that before God and pray, Lord, help me to divert my attention away. Don't let me do anything that, uh, that, that does not honor my spouse. And that's what we need to keep in the forefront of our minds. You know, that's one thing that even I pray for each and every day is, Lord, let me only have the desires for my wife and to let me give honor to her. Let me treat her with the love, kindness, and respect that she needs and deserves. And that's what I pray. And do I always emulate those very thing, actions? No. Sometimes I mess up. Sometimes I'm not always as understanding as I should be. Sometimes I say things I shouldn't. But, you know, I'm human. We, we have our arguments. And then, praise God, because he is the center of our lives and our relationship, we're able to get over it and push forward. But that's the way any relationship is going to work. And uh, I applaud those uh, who are remained married uh, to those uh, spouses who have committed adultery and cheated, and they still want to make the marriage work. I don't know that I could do that. I, I, if somebody was to cheat on me, or my wife, well, somebody, my wife was to cheat on me, I don't know I could be that understanding. That that would be a hard pill to swallow, and I just don't know that I could overcome that. I that's something I have to really pray about. But men, remember, you need to if you have a problem with pornography. Uh, or and or with a lustful heart or eye, then you need to bring that before God and pray, Lord, take that out of my heart. Let me view women not as sexual objects, but as the mothers, the daughters, the sisters, and the wives that God created them to be. And when you can have that mindset to realize that this is not these the women aren't here for my gratification. They are living, breathing human beings, and they uh, with intelligent minds. And, and remember that women aren't created to do everything that a man can do, but to be able to do the things a man can't do. We complement each other. And, uh, but unfortunately, in today's world, we are consumed with lust and perversion, that if it feels okay, then do it. That's the message that is being sent out everywhere that we, that whenever you watch a TV, movie, whatever, that's the message being sent out, and that is clearly wrong. We need to, uh, whatever, what God has put together, let no man uh, divide or come in between. And we need to make sure if you're having problems in your marriage, I've counseled people that have had problems in their marriage, and I, they won't have to be there 30 seconds. And I can tell you right away, just by their body language and their actions alone, I can tell you if they want to make that marriage work or not. And I can within 30 seconds, I can tell you I can do that. And I'll look at them and I'll say, you don't want to be married, do you? No. And I'll say, then there's no point going any forward. I hate it for this person over here who wants the marriage to work, but by this person's actually over here, they've either already found somebody else or they've already moved on in their mind, and it's done. And uh, I've seen people divorce over some of the stupidest things out there. The only thing that is um, um, biblical uh, to uh, uh, divorce is if, if it's a physical, a physical, let um, me make sure we're clear about that, because uh, people, when they say abuse, they want to say mental, and mental abuse does exist. But if you're physically being abused, if you're being cheated on, things like that, then yes, there's biblical reasons for divorce. But even because it's biblical doesn't mean that God likes it. He, enjoy, he wants 
us to work things out. He wants us to be together. And so we, you know, it's so easy to harp on uh, same-sex relationships as Christians because it's constantly in our faces all the time. We get tired of it. We get aggravated with it. But there are heterosexual relationships that should be equally as offensive, if not more, because they are perverting what God has put together. And if you're committing adultery, that is a sin. If you're looking at women with lust in your heart, that is a sin. Or women looking at men with lust in their heart. You know, it's so easy to target men. But actually, they're saying that the increase, statistically, women looking at pornography is on a rise. And, and almost equal to that of men who view it. So, you know, we are, we're seeing the, these lust field, and it, it destroys you mentally when it comes to lust. It destroys you emotionally. It destroys your relationships. It cheapens your relationships. And, and you are cheating on your spouse by viewing and looking at these kind of, uh, of images uh, on TV or, or Internet or out walking around. You're disrespecting your spouse by doing these kind of things. And uh, so then the spouse may oftentimes feel uh, insecure and wonder why they're not good enough, why they're not being viewed in, in a way that, is, uh, that pleases that individual. So we need to, you know, we understand that we are in a lust-filled world without a doubt. And there's nothing worse than seeing... Uh, come out that pastors uh, that uh, have been caught in pornography, extramarital affairs, or homosexuality, it, it, it hurts uh, the message of Christianity. All men have feet of clay. All men are susceptible to falling. You know, I'm not above reproach. I'm not above these things. But I pray every day that God will strengthen our relationship. I pray for our marriage. And I pray that God will keep us, keep us together and that God uh, will help us keep him first in our lives in our relationships always and forever. And I don't want Satan to get a foothold in any way, shape, or fashion in this home to divide what God has put together. So we need to be very self-aware, be very self-conscious of who we look at in, in, in what kind of light we're looking at the man. If you see an attractive woman, yes. Or if you see an attractive man, yes. You, you can't help but notice that. That's life, all right? But, you know, if you continue to fantasize and look at that individual in a lustful way, then you're committing adultery in your heart. So you can look, all right, attractive, whatever, but you need to divert your eyes somewhere else and realize that no matter whether it's a physical affair, a, a mental affair, or an emotional affair, that is an affair of the heart, and you are committing adultery. So we need to be very aware of that, and in the name of Jesus, we need to bind and rebuke that, and just get that out of our lives, and let's be co committed and devoted to one another. But every time I see people getting out of church, every time I see them uh, getting more into the world, I start seeing those relationships dividing. And so we need to, if, if you want to stay together, if you want your relationship to work, you have to keep God first. You've got to be in church because the devil is nothing more than he, to have that lust in the heart. That's, that's the seventh commandment, that thou shalt not commit adultery. And that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to get in there and cause division. It's the affairs of the heart that he likes to target. And it's so easy to, to slide into an area that you shouldn't be. You're on social media and you get talking to somebody you haven't talked to in a long time might be an ex a girlfriend or a boyfriend or and or just someone you you haven't talked to in years and it starts going from something innocent to something in a direction it doesn't need to go in and if that's the case if that's a problem you have you need to get rid of that immediately and uh, just disconnect that account so in other words for another way in any way for a relationship to work you have to keep christ first so um, remember that and be aware of that and uh, just, just watch those pitfalls and snares the devil wants to throw out there to trip us up.
and let us be committed to our spouse and, uh, and to our families. And let's not let selfishness, let us be selfless, not selfish. When you're doing these things that are sinful and wrong, you're being selfish because you're wanting to, do, to gratify the desires of your flesh, of your heart, and not gratifying the desires of God the Father. So let us be very aware of that in all things. Let us have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We love you and we praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, uh, pray to be with all those who may be watching that are married or about to be married. And Lord, that you will bless these unions and that uh, you will uh, intervene in a mighty way and that you will be the ruler of their homes and their hearts and that they will keep you first in all things, including my own home, Lord Jesus. Bless us. And Lord, uh, let's not allow the devil to gain that foothold into our homes. And uh, Lord, and destroy what you've put together. And let us keep you first in all things. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with our teachers, bus drivers, children, and parents. And we get to school and back safely without any problems or complications. Uh, Lord, just pray that you be with our police officers. Let them know they're needed, loved, and appreciated. Be with our active military, all of our first responders. And Lord, uh, just pray that you be with our president. Uh, give him safety and his family. Uh, keep them safe, but all that protection about them. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment to be with this, this, this our nation, Lord. She'll touch hearts and minds like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you, uh, you know, if you've messed up out there, no matter what you, you know, what, what area of your life you may be struggling with or messed up, realize that you are, you can be and are, and Jesus will forgive you. And uh, so don't realize you're, it's, it's never hopeless. God is always there. Even in our mistakes, even when we mess up, God is there. Never give up, never surrender, and realize where God is at. And as far as Halloween today, as I started out with this, you need to really bring it for God in prayer. And uh, as Christians, we need to be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And use good discernment. And re, you know, remember what God's word, abstain for uh, all appearances of evil. And uh, so we need to be very aware. And when we look at this, this holiday, that uh, what it is truly representing. And uh, the old devil can go under the guise of making anything look fun. But is it pleasing to God? You know, a, a man, uh, you know, was it was it God's word talks about how that um, uh, just because it's all well, Paul talked about, it, just because it's lawful for me and okay for me, uh, doesn't necessarily mean that it's glorifying to God. I, I butchered that verse. It's not what that, you know, it's not the whole verse and how it's said, but I'm generalizing, paraphrasing to get across the point that just because something may be legal and okay doesn't necessarily mean that it's right to do in God's eyes. So I just want you to pray about that and think about that today. And uh, uh, and I'm sure I'll get some backlash for even saying that. But anyway, if you want to share these daily devotionals, you, can go, you can go to at Dr. Young 77 on Facebook. If you have friends or family you think might like to watch these, or they can go to at Dr. Matthias Young on Twitter. And uh, if you, uh, have, I do a free Apple podcast. And uh, all these devotions, sermons are always uploaded for you to go back and listen to throughout the day. And I also do a, a once a week podcast. And today's interview would be, be with Mr. Josh Hall at 10 a.m. You can watch live on YouTube or listen later on the podcast. And Josh has an incredible story that you will want to miss. And we're glad you listened to it. He is an American war hero and a veteran, and he has a, a story of survival and heroism that you're going to want to listen to. So that's 10 o'clock today, and you can watch it live on video, or you can listen later on the podcast. So, uh, but 
uh, thank you, Tina. And uh, I hope everybody has a great day, a blessed day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm.